Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is man like Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thelma. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel Hassan Malone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Carl Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe. Hello and welcome to My Brit Rest Journey on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by podcaster and commentator Kurt Johansson. How are you doing, Kurt? Real good, Chris. Thank you for having me. Um, been a long time coming in. I think during the podcast journey, somebody where we became friends, like colleagues, mm. I guess, helping each other out. And it's good to see your shows, well, especially with like the BBG, like just going from strength to strength and doing yeah. amazing things. So, now happy to be here. Yeah, I was trying to, I was, I was getting my questions together. I was trying to remember how I found your podcast. Was it? <laughs> I don't know. It must, just came, it must have just came up in the feed or something. I can't remember. Because I've, I've listened to so many of them. Because usually, usually how I find podcasts, I get a guest and then I try and find an old interview so I see if there's a funny story or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Just get some background on the bars. I can't remember who the first one was, but I remember you messaging me saying, oh, yeah, just listen to your show because I've got this person on. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, thanks. Well, I've just interviewed this person. Do you want them? And then it just kind of snowballed there. And, yeah, I hmm. think that's the good side of the podcast in the wrestling community when people can't actually not get territorial, try and help each other out, all that good stuff. And then, obviously, we got to meet in person in Morecambe and we've yes. kept in kept in touch over like what past couple of years now it'll have been yeah it's probably the best part of two years so I think uh, the, well, the pandemic will months. do that to you you just yeah. <laughs> you can't leave the house so you just make friends online <laughs> oh god I did, in the early pandemic I did so many interviews I had to stop interviewing for a month so I was like I don't know when I'm going to release all these or I just do it it's like, yeah, it just stopped <laughs> and, uh, I think I did like I released 21 interviews in 18 days I think yeah. it was. Um, and it was like, right, let's just do this massive run-up because my daughter's going to be born in October um, yeah. 2020. And I was just like, yeah, this will be great. And then when it came to the editing and the exporting time, especially doing videos, I was just like, mistakes were made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Despite, despite the fact they had nothing to promote, the wrestlers were so chatty. and they, I, was getting, I usually did like half-hour interviews with them. Okay, very for an hour most of them. You think just some people getting stare crazy, just wanted somebody to talk who wasn't yeah. their wife or <laughs> Exactly, and wrestling's a very um niche fan base, I guess. Like mm-hmm. you you'd be surprised how many people you bump into and they do actually like wrestling now, but so many people used to like wrestling and they wouldn't tell you that they like wrestling because of that I guess stigma or stereotype of what wrestling represents and stuff like that and Yeah. I think when you are in the business and when you are, especially for those wrestlers, a lot of the time their friends and family may not be interested. So when people like myself and um, you guys were interviewing them, they're like, I get to talk wrestling again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll say something. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, I did miss it for them that month. I was going a bit staircase. I just wanted to. <laughs> it's lovely talking to Lance and Nick every week on the other podcast, but 
I do like to just interview <laughs> wrestlers <laughs> as well. So, but, so Chaos has joined us to promote Odyssey Pro Wrestling Go, Goes Overboard the, the Saturday 29th of January at the La Hambra. I've had to spell that, put alphabetically. <laughs> La Hambra. I'm not even, I'm not even going to attempt on the, the pronunciation of it, to be honest. <laughs> so much better than the Carlton. It's so easy to say. So that's right. La Hambra. <laughs> So, sorry, yes. <laughs> Alhambra Live, yeah, we'll Alhambra go with that. Alhambra Live, yeah, in Morecambe. So, but first, uh, congratulations, uh, you just announced that you're the new commentator for Kevin Hagen Championship Wrestling. How did that come about? Uh, thank you. Um, well, as you didn't notice, you mentioned earlier, you've listened to quite a lot of like, my content, and I know um, I passed some contacts over to yourself regarding the Scandinavian wrestling scene, and whilst I was just stuck in the house like pandemic yeah. and stuff like that um i ended up interviewing somebody from malaysia and i absolutely loved it and yeah. it was just something so different to what i'd done and the response i got from people because i'd interviewed somebody that he only wrestles in malaysia and the southeast asian countries and he loved it shower cat and oh, wow. i was like oh this is great i want to do more of it and so I started going around these Southeast Asian countries and then I don't even know how I ended up stumbling across it, but I came across like the Danish wrestling scene and there was the likes of CCW, so Copenhagen Championship Wrestling and Body Slam Wrestling as well. Yeah. And as I started looking into it, there's one where they're not as big on the internet, but I guess they'd be like the all-star equivalent, but in Denmark with Dansk Pro Wrestling and mm. again, just speaking to the guys, the hunger, the desire of it, whilst I'm doing my research, watching the shows, just fell in love with the wrestling scene and became quite an advocate for it. Um, I think I was like the first person to be doing these interviews. Um, I know a lot of the people that came on the show was like, yep, never done an interview in my life. Thank you for having me. And I started putting them out there to try and get interviews elsewhere to try and boost their brand. And yeah, I kind of became... I don't know. I was like the Scandinavian lodger, I guess. Like, I just, <laughs> whether it was, well, even Nordic, like, let's not restrict to Scandinavia because there was Finland as well, but whether it was Norway, Finland, um, Sweden or Denmark, I was just promoting the, sh- like, promoting the hell out of the wrestling scene there and trying to put more eyes onto it. And I think people started appreciating it because mm. I started getting people on different shows and, I've managed to get people bookings over here in the UK, um, which, again, I, I can't take full credit. At the end of the day, they're the ones that get inside the squared circle. They're yes. the ones that train and dedicate their life to the sport we love. But I just kept putting eyes on them, and I kept messaging different people, like, hey, you need to look at this person. And it came to light, like, just how much my um, like my show, the, the Get Your Hands In show, reached when there was just... I think I was on my honeymoon. Um, yeah. I was traveling on like my mini honeymoon just after I got married in August, and Wrestle Island just put a tweet announcing Carlos Zamora yes. coming to the UK scene yeah, for the um, last couple of shows. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. Like he was the first Danish wrestler to get a WWE tryout. Like mm. the guy's a machine, and rightly so, he's getting the credit that he deserves on the independent scene. And in in this tweet and in this announcement, it was a case of hey, like, during the pandemic I came across the Kate Johansson show and I started listening to 
all of his Scandinavian like interviews and stuff, and Carlos stood out, and off the back of that, they booked Carlos. Yes. Um, yeah. um, uh, Alice Lee Inc. is coming on. Is going yeah. Let's change as well. Yeah. And now, like, Wrestle Island, they're going to be doing a whole, like, Scandinavian Nordic Wrestling versus UK show. Mm. Um, that that's that's going to be coming up, and there's been talk from myself and Peter at Wrestle Island as me potentially coming in to do commentary for that show um, because of the influence I've had regarding the Scandinavian wrestling scene. And it, it's great, like, he was asking me, like, who else should I be looking out for? And after the Carlos announcement, I was like, Alice Inc. Yes. You need to, you need to look at Alice. Um, I went, she's an absolute badass. Put her against any bloke, any woman in the ring. She's going to kill it. And at the time of me putting her forward, she just had an absolutely fantastic match in Body Slam with Carlos and she'd been appearing in um, CCW. So yeah, it's, it's a long way around it, but. I think over the past couple of years, I've kind of I've become respected and trusted in the um, Nordic wrestling scenes. There's some potential other things in the pipework which I can I don't want to let out the bag because anything can happen in wrestling. It might yeah, not definitely. happen. So I like to wait until that graphics up there announcing it. Really, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Luke and Sharp messaged me. Um, Lou is somebody I had on my show after mm-hmm. I had him on my show. We became close I guess like we've kept in contact throughout the couple of years Um I've helped him with his dojo which I ended up joining for a little bit over Skype like I jumped in with Hector Guerrero and oh, wow. and got commentary advice from those two Um but then I managed to get him like big con so Connor from the Ascension yes I kind of networked that and got to see if right well, Connor was interested in doing the online seminar and put them in. So Lou's been somebody that I think, again, he appreciated what I was doing for Danish wrestling scene because despite being from Scotland, he's look, he's out there long enough. He might as well get a Danish passport. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's He's been called the Blood Taurus for a reason. He's done some amazing stuff across the world, China, um, across Europe, but specifically in Denmark and within like Dance Pro Wrestling, within Copenhagen Championship Wrestling and he knew I was doing a few bits with Pro 2. He knew I was commentating with Odyssey. And um, he reached out uh, maybe about a week ago and was like, uh, we've, we've discussed in the past, like I said, I'd potentially be interested in commentating in the future and stuff. And Scandinavia's been hit massively with a pandemic in terms of yeah. the wrestling shows. So whilst the UK's been back for quite a while, the Scandinavian shows are only just really coming back. Like, there's been a massive change and stuff like that and there's a lot of changes in um with CCW coming up and Lou did a lot of the commentary himself and he was look I'm I'm focusing on my different roles within the company. Would you be interested in um becoming like our commentator? Oh, and wow. yeah. We're gonna have the announcement of who the play by play is who I managed to put forward and Asked him, he was he was happy with the role, and so that's going to come out um, shortly. And again, it's somebody within the community that I trust. I think his like passion and heart's in the right place. And yeah, I'm going to be like the lead commentator and like calling colour for Copenhagen Championship Wrestling. And I can't I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of it's going to be like post production recording. Um, yeah. Obviously, I can't be flying out to Denmark every other month. Um, 
with what a 15 month old and then I've got another one on the way yeah so two under two cabby <laughs> if I kept saying to my wife right I'm going to Markham nearly every month and then I'm going to Copenhagen every other month <laughs> I think she might have some words with me but um now nah, from speaking with Lou we're speaking with um Sebastian hopefully I can I'll be going out there for like the big shows and doing live commentary there um but yeah so excited to start and be part of I guess the new Copenhagen Championship Wrestling like there's been a lot of changes within the Danish wrestling scene and mm. um, again You've got Body Slam, you've got Dance Pro Wrestling, CCW, and now there's a new company with Nordic Elite um, that have popped up, and there's different people that are going to be working in different places, which is good. It's, it's a fourth place to work um, mm-hmm. for the guys, and hopefully that relationship can be good in the future. Um, I was a big advocate of it, like, well, I want companies to get along rather than arguing, and mm-hmm. that working together is going to be great, but... No, really excited and what an announcement they just made. Warhorse is coming to yes, the UK, he's so. coming to Europe and he's going to rock in Copenhagen. <laughs> yeah, I've just been crossing uh, questions off as you were talking. <laughs> I like to go the long way around. Things. <laughs> it's probably why I'm why I'm commentating. Like, yeah. <laughs> when I interviewed um, Sheikh Al-Sham, he was the one where he was like, what do you want to do in wrestling? Like, I don't know, mate. It's like the way you articulate and the way you try and tell stories and discuss mm. things. When you should look into um, doing commentary, and then that's when I joined Lose Online Dojo, and when I ended up speaking to Rick at Odyssey, and um, became like the commentator of Odyssey. But I, I like the storytelling of things. I like everything to mean something. Oh, uh, you also have a role at um, Pro Two Wrestling in Scotland. So tell us about that. So Pro Two the New company um, did three shows at the back end of last year that were really successful, to be fair, in Air Scotland. And that came about because they started doing like graphic announcements and talent announcements earlier of um, 2021. And one of the announcements is um, one of my good friends, Emily Hayden. Yes. And when I was speaking to Emily about it and I was saying, look, maybe the, gra- the graphics could do a bit of work. Um, and she was like, look, would you mind doing some for, for them? And if she put me in touch with, I'll say Logan, let's not use his show uh, name, but the owner, he used to wrestle under the name Logan Storm. Mm-hmm. Put me in touch with Logan. Um, and I was like, look, I'm happy just to get the experience of producing graphics for not my own show, like just talent announcements and stuff. So I started doing the talent announcing um, for their graphics and I started chatting more and more with Logan and the rest of the crew there and before I know it because I was a part of Lou's Dojo because of my extensive knowledge of the Nordic and European wrestling scene mm-hmm. he was like look would you be our talent scout based in England um, if we get any inquiries for you know what it's like for companies everybody sending yeah. the CV especially if it's a new company because everybody wants to get in there early so they can like cement themselves as part of the roster. So it was like, look, whenever we get talent requesting to come from England, can you have a look? Can you um, have a look at their match footage? Can you be the person that discusses them? Give me your opinions and mm. all that good stuff. And then I started doing that for them, did a couple of suggestions, and then 
we're going to be doing some new changes. I can't, don't really want to say too much, but we're going to be putting content out on YouTube. We've got three shows worth of content. One of them being Looking Sharp versus Nitro Green, which oh, was wow. yeah. a great match for the UEWA uh, European Cruiserweight Championship because Lou and Nitro, they wrestle all over the place. Um, mm. It's a war that's going in so many different companies. And yeah, they've had some, they've had some strong matches. They've had some, um, good talent in pro too and those again they've seen what I've been doing with um, Odyssey Pro Wrestling and they're wanting me to do some of the commentary stuff um, going to be doing it with Kid Thompson who does a lot of the ring announce uh, like ring announcing and stuff like that yeah. there and then for the championship matches there was a graphic that was announced um, a couple of weeks ago which got quite a lot of hype but then we'll maybe put it out too early because we need to check with the agent um, of said commentator, but if I get to work with him, it's an amazing honor to work oh, wow. the championship matches because, and you probably know all about, but he's one of the best commentators in the UK for a reason. Um, and just to be able to potentially learn from somebody like that is going to be absolutely amazing. Um, but yeah, so anybody in the Scotland area, have a look at Pro 2, check them out on YouTube as well because we've got quite a lot of the matches up there. A lot of fresh, hungry guys. It's a, good environment in there as well with uh, with the team and yeah it'll be again post-production we've been talking about potentially doing other things whether it's managing or whatever um, so we'll see what happens in the remainder of 2022 but again that's going to be similar to what I'll be doing with CCW where yeah. I might be there for maybe one show a year two shows a year um, and then the rest of it will be post-production and doing a lot of behind the scene um, work helping them get the next set of talent in and speaking to talent doing like what the fees are trying to mm. sort out travel expenses and stuff so yeah oh. it's just another opportunity to put like another feather to my cap whether yeah. it's match suggestions talent suggestions doing the scouting and stuff it's it's, it's nice that they've been able to trust me and I put some good out there in the world for doing some graphics for free and now it's kind of coming back because I'm going to be doing some work with them and potentially commentating with one of the best uh, commentators in in the world. Yeah, definitely. This is two bit, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. Have you come right from commentary for a second? Did you ever have any ambitions of becoming a wrestler yourself? Bloody hell, long time ago. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, I, I was training when I was about 21. When did I go to Africa? Yeah, when I was about 21, 22. Um, I was doing a lot of training then, uh, maybe a little bit earlier with NGW in Hull and it was going well. Um, I was getting like, I always recycle an old clip of me doing a pillar kick, which I always like, um, yeah. <laughs> to throw out there. And again, I was doing some spots with NGW on the shows, but I, I never made it to where we're going to be wrestling, where I'm going to be doing matches. No. Um, I'd got injured playing football at the time. Um, and I played at a decent standard. I tore my ligaments and tendons in my right ankle. I've already got knee issues anyways from playing football. And at the time I was a professional football coach. That was my full time mm-hmm. job. That was yeah. my living. And work were pissed that I got injured playing football. And when, again, with the knee problems, even like early back and neck problems from the gymnastics days, oh wow, it was a case of, I think I ended up jarring my back a little bit. Well, nothing serious, but it was just, oh, 
bit uncomfortable to move for a couple of days. And I was like, if I go to work, um, and again, I was at Hull City, and there's, yeah. if I go to them and be like, hey, can't coach because just injured myself training to be a professional wrestler, <laughs> that that wouldn't have looked good. No. Um, so I, I had to make the decision at the time, and again, for, love football. Uh, love football. I, I love wrestling. Like, they're being two of my biggest passions since I can remember, and I'd managed to get a good opportunity and a good standard of a career there, and being able to coach and teach like full time was amazing at the time uh, when I was doing that. So I, I had to make the decision, and I thought about going back. I've been asked to go back, and it's one of those my body's not how it is, and I don't know if it'd get a lot better if I started working out. It probably would, but when there's some underlining stuff with my neck, I don't, I don't really want to risk it. But then there's a lot of times where I'm like, when I'm seeing other people's training stuff and when I speak to people that are just breaking through I'm like what if just what if um but I think it'd be sensible for me not to do that if I told my wife that I'm off to go train to be a wrestler <laughs> I think her reaction had been worse than Hull City yeah. um <laughs> it's like but I don't ne- never say never like I'm, a, I'm only 28 um obviously it wouldn't be a case of making it big time especially at my age and with the injuries but it, it depends it depends, but I'm so happy to be doing the commentating um, and the other things and just to be involved in wrestling. So if I can become a personality to help those that are putting their bodies on the line in the ring, then that's a massive achievement for me, if I can help them, even the slightest bit. <laughs> so we're here to promote um, Odyssey Pro Wrestling. Um, how did you get involved with that company? And um, so what, what would the listeners expect from the Odyssey Pro Wrestling show? How I got involved, I have to thank Ryan, so RPD. Um, yeah. I interviewed RPD at the beginning of the pandemic, so when everything was shutting down in like March time, yeah. um, I interviewed Ryan, and again, Ryan hadn't really been out there. He'd had a handful of matches. Obviously, he was huge in the boxing community, and he just appreciated coming on the show, and he was a good guy. Like We kept, we kept in touch. Um, whenever he'd see stuff on social media that might have alarmed him, it was always messaging me saying, "Look, mate, you are right." Um, and then Odyssey was coming about, and since since I did the interview, like I always try and help promote Ryan's stuff, like posts anything. I'll give it a retweet. I'll try and hype him. Um, yeah. And the same was happening when Odyssey was going to become a thing, and it was like, "Look, would you interview?" Uh, Rick Marcus, um, obviously with Rick's roles within the company and being one of the um, faces of the company, I was like, yeah, like happy to get him on. Let's promote what Odyssey's going to be. Let's talk about his career. And again, I kind of hit off with Rick the way I hit off with Ryan. Um, yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, he's a fantastic guy. Um, and I'd mentioned to him, like, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm thinking of trying to pursue commentary and he was like I think you'd be great at it and mm. I was like ah oh, cheers he was like would you want to do it for us I was like um wait what shit this is getting real <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a mo- I'm I'm my own biggest critic I always will be um I'll always doubt stuff I'll always second guess and um but yeah uh we had a few chats and stuff like that and he was like look willing to pay this would want you to do these many dates um, we want you to be um, our commentator. 
And he's like, what role would you prefer? Do you prefer like play by play? Do you prefer colour? And I was like, look, I'd be best at colour. Um, yeah. I think I've I've always been a researcher. I've always been like a stat guy. So to try and put that in again, as you can tell, I like to articulate and try and tell stories. So it made sense to do the colour commentary. And um, then it was announced that um, Simon Hill was going to be my play by play. My broadcast colleague there, and yeah, it all it all became real before I know it. We've got um, referee Scott Bell that lives um, not far from me. Um, Scotty Rock literally lives across the bridge, and then Reese and Rogan came into the fold, and mm. just travelling down with people that I already knew from like my NGW days, and doing Markham, and yeah, it was just it was surreal. The nerves were there. Um, when was that set sail? It was mine. And Simon's first ever time doing commentary. Yes. So I was both like, oh, let, let's see how this was. And again, I was massively critic. I had quite a lot of stuff going on, so I couldn't make the second show. And I was still getting mass- messages from all the different um, managers there. And like Ethan Edwards, who, amazing person. It's an amazing company. Definitely. It um, is. The fact that they put, they put a little note. Every time they pay you, they put a little note in your pay packet. And it's just good words and kind words and words of encouragement and stuff that you need to hear at times and yeah um they was like look get out your own head we loved what you did um we want you back and then yeah not not look back we had um pfa when we was in blackpool we did buried treasure where we've just crowned two champions in um tonga and ryan hunter yes and they hyped it, right? They they hyped it's still real in Markham, and I was like, yeah, okay. And they're like, no, nah, trust me, it's it's still real. Yeah. It's still real in Markham. The crowd is one of the best crowds in the country. Um, everybody packed for the first show was we sold out. We're having to get extra chairs because we had walkings on the day, and yeah. <laughs> it's just been yeah, absolutely. I, I, I was putting the chairs. I was in the. You felt like, oh no, no more chairs, more yeah, chairs, Chris, like, more oh, chairs, more chairs. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> And yeah, that that first crowd and the whole production of it as well is brilliant. The graphics look great. Mm. They're telling stories. They've got that core roster. It's if if you like the storytelling in wrestling, this is the place you want to go. Um, mm. You want to go to Odyssey Pro Wrestling. You want to watch their shows. And you have even some some of the fans where you see on Twitter and the, the ones that will travel all over the country to all different kind of shows and. They're appreciating what Odyssey does, and yes. the crowd's a big factor of that. The team's a big factor of that. The production, um, from Silent Mac being the announcer to he's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> to Ant, um, the editor, like Ant being on the cameras, he does an amazing job, and I'm convinced he's clones himself because I can't see how he's at all these shows and has time to. Add all these shows because every show how about he seems to be <laughs> exactly like and if you're listening him and, he's, he's him an and abs- Tony Knox yeah must, they're absolute warriors themselves. they're absolute warriors and you just they're non-stop and they're relentless they're just constantly moving and moving and moving and with Ant like again he's everywhere and then he's got to mm. do all the editing and then you just see Tony running backstage and you might have just quickly done your thing and he's like right come up need to go grab a picture and then it's yeah it's, He's just teaching you how to pose for um, promo shots, and yeah, it's it's a great company. The atmosphere and the vibe is fantastic backstage, and the talent it, it is absolutely fantastic. From young hungry guys to those that have been a, 
around for a bit but may not have got the recognition they deserve at a more wider spread field where mm-hmm. people like Ryan Hunter like Ryan's done fantastic since being there and yeah, then he ended up doing the um, pre-show for Odyssey um, and that went well yeah at TNT and then he ended up doing so for much. he did the second cool. one where it was Lance yeah um, how was that because you were there weren't you yeah, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah. yeah it, was, it was a great match. It was a lot of fun. I think, I think they put a pull across really well. Both of them came across really well. Uh, I think that was the start of the Lance Simon Hill feud as well. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Very entertaining. Yeah, who you got to be supported in this feud? Lance. Sorry, Simon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone keeps going. They're gonna have a match. It's like. I have no idea. Simon ever trains for the US? And he's, he's been training recently. Like he's been putting on social media and stuff like that. He's been in the gym. I know he's been in the gym, but has he been training? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's been um, at Future Shock. He's been somewhere else as well. And this isn't me saying Simon's going to become a wrestler. I don't have a clue what Simon's doing. Um, he might be just there to try and understand more of the psychology around the moves. So it helps his calling. But who knows? With this beef, it might be like, right, show me a little bit more moves and let mm-hmm. me take out Lance, which would be fairly entertaining to commentate on. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm convinced. Yeah, we'll come, we'll, come, we'll come on to this Saturday show in a second, but I'm sure Lance is going to get delivered, going to get um, eliminated by getting strapped by Simon like he did at TNT in the Rumble. So, but it wasn't really just he was, he was shouting at Simon and then got eliminated, but then he blamed Simon for getting him eliminated. <laughs> so. <laughs> But no, um, no, it's such an entertaining feud. Like it's all over social media, and yeah, honestly, I can't speak highly enough. Like to work there, even even as a fan. Um, mm. So for my first day commentary, um, a few of the lads from Hull that are wrestling fans travelled down. Obviously, they can't hear me, but if you watch the show back and when we're doing, when me and Sam are doing our um, like entrance, and there's just a few couple of big barely lads like yeah good cheers <laughs> boys um, but they'd only been to like WWE NXT UK NXT mm-hmm. they hadn't really done the indie shows and they loved it they they yeah. really they really enjoyed it and that just shows the reach it's got because these are people were the worst like suspect to indie wrestling like I think they're probably seeing bits online that didn't look great but they came here and they absolutely they loved it they had a fantastic time and I think the way you can't help but get into it with that crowd. Definitely. Like, it's the craziest crowd I've ever been. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it is fantastic and the right way as well. They're not trying to get themselves over. Um it is a case of they're there to enjoy it and when they're getting Larry at the wrestlers it's because it is really Morkham. Um it really well, you could see when um Chris Ridgway came out to make the save on Ryan Hunter, he done something wrong four years ago, he turned heel or something. Yeah, Brian Hunter was telling me, but they all remembered it, so they all still booed Ridgeway, even though he came out to the, same, <laughs> the face safe. <laughs> so, no, they, he, he turned heel in an Alpha Omega a couple of years previous. <laughs> they, 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 yeah, they, they remember all of that. Um, mm. Now nah, it's, it's just been, it's just been fantastic. Um, again, the women's title, Tonga being crowned the first champion um, this Saturday, going one on one against Lana Austin, who's one of the best in the country. I can't wait to see Lana. It's the second time I've ever gone to see her live. It was years ago, last time I saw her. She, she's, she's amazing. She's improved so much since 
I saw it against Sue Young when it was TNT versus Britain. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, WrestleMediacon in Manchester. Oh, nice. It was her versus Sue Young, and it was an amazing match. So, yeah, but I haven't, I've not seen it live, I've seen it on like, YouTube and stuff, but <laughs> I don't tend to make it to like Future Shock or. Yeah, she's, she's fantastic, mm. and she's overcome so much recently, and um, I'd got to see her be the special guest referee. At PFEA, um, yes. <laughs> for Helena Razor and Jenny B's match, which was fun. And Tonga, Tonga's absolutely fantastic. Every time I see Tonga, she gets better and her character is amazing. She definitely has the best intro music in mm-hmm. British wrestling. When that yes. comes out, I'm just sat there <laughs> dancing away in the booth and then I'm like, I can't sing along to this because I'm on commentary and <laughs> that'd be really, really weird. Um, but no, yeah, she's a brilliant heel as well. Such a lovely person. But- yeah, she, she, I love her ultimate diva yeah. gimmick. Oh, it's brilliant. So good. And it just speaks volumes for how stacked that division is. Because again, I mentioned Helena Razor and Jenny B. And then we've seen Lizzie Evo. Um, she was in the Fatal Four way. She'd been in the tag match. And then mm. two others that are colliding in Alexis Falcon and Gia Adams. First time ever, one on one. That it's going to be so, it's going to be so good. Um, yeah. And the crowd are going to love it because if you've not seen any of the shows yet, Alexis and Gia were the friends. Alexis has saved Gia, mm. and then Gia effectively cost Alexis the title and allowed it for Tonga to win. So that's going to be heated. The crowd are going to be into that because despite Alexis being from my home city of Hull, then kind of being adopted by Liverpool and becoming Scouse. And now, but Morecambe was like a home to her. Morecambe was like one of her first wrestling homes. So they love her. Like, you might as well be saying, out comes Alexis Falcon from Morecambe because the crowd yeah. love her that much. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was the first, I think Alpha Omega was like the first company to let her like, be herself and wrestle because I think Wrestle Island, they still had her as like a ballet for the rejected stuff. And, but in Morecambe, she was, she was out there being herself and developing the character. And, yeah, so she has a huge affinity with Morecambe. Yeah, she's she's been killing it as well since since wrestling came back. Oh, she's been, been fantastic, done so much with progress as well. Um, and I think all of them again. Well, everybody on the card, to be honest, British wrestling, the scene's been fantastic. Everybody's hungry. Everybody's just putting out some great matches. Yeah, there might be a bit of ring rust here and there with some people. Not mentioning these ladies. Not saying they're mm-hmm. about ring rust, but as a wrestling scene overall, I just think everybody's come back and been. So hungry and fantastic, and companies have been going strength for strength, selling out shows, and it's been amazing to see. Yeah, I've never been to so much wrestling. I think just having an 18 months off, I think me and the kids just missed wrestling so much. I think between June and October last year, we went to 12 shows, I think. We usually only went to four, four <laughs> a year. We went to the Wrestle Island where they had four or five. That's all we used to go, but we started going to TNT, Britannia, I went to Odyssey. <laughs> right. That's, okay. It's good. It's Mega good slam, too. all stuff. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh, um, we'll talk about the tag team match before we get onto the the championship match. But Reason Rogan versus uh, Neon and Cutter it's going to be a fun match. I, I love Reason Rogan. I can't speak my boys. I can't speak highly like highly about them. Like absolutely fantastic. Mm. Two great guys. Just understand wrestling. Two just big men. They're going to batter you. Yeah, I don't know when to feel, feel sorry for Cutter and Neon. 
Oh, 100%. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Neon and Cutter, but Reese and Rogan are going to destroy him. <laughs> um, and again, these are two boys from Hull doing amazing things, traveling to different places, and they've got the opportunity with Odyssey Pro Wrestling. And talk about pressure mm. in the main event at PFEA in oh. Blackpool TLC at a charity show. <laughs> and it's a TLC match and they're in there with Synergy and they're in there with Bon Ready in their ever that was a beefy beefy match <laughs> oh boy a piece of beefy boys in that match <laughs> wow. absolutely amazing and mm. to me that's probably my match of um, Odyssey Pro Wrestling so far yeah that, 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 is it, that shows oh, is it for free on the YouTube or is it free on Powerful TV watch the whole yes. show um yeah, so you can watch the whole show like Power Four TV. Yes, and then we can we sometimes get a few matches that we'll post on YouTube as well, where you can watch them for free. And yeah, um, like yeah Power the, the, the son likes to watch the um, Scotty Rock versus um, RPD match because he's just seen me. And great match, by the way, for them too. Um, oh yeah, like again, Scott is absolutely fantastic. Um, it's right. interesting seeing him as a heel, because I've only ever seen him as a face before. So yeah, um, I'd seen him doing a lot of the face stuff in EWR. Um, yeah, yeah he's a face on TNT as well. And yeah, now he comes to Markham and he tells the fans he hates him and, <laughs> um, and all that good stuff, but it just shows like the, the depth of it all, and although the person hasn't got a singles match, um, Two bit, yes. To me, he's been my MVP. Um, he was my prediction to win the championship. Yes, yeah. same. I was on comms. I was, I was shouting. Yep, two bits, my guy. Two bits, the person I feel is gonna win, and it's just been fantastic. Um, going from strength to strength with the matches, um, going unbeaten until all the way to the final with Ryan Hunter, which mm. was fantastic, and it, it just. He gets it. He's, he's brutal in the ring. The psychology behind everything is great, and it makes my job easier trying to tell that story mm. of him so doing the different joint manipulation and targeting certain limbs, and um, whether it's trying to sink in the rat trap or the Mossad crab. And the Rat Queen Jennifer, like I can't believe August was the first time they'd ever teamed up at a show because it just seemed so natural to them. I thought he'd, they, she'd been his manager for ages. No. Uh-huh. So I believe the first thing they did on a show was, I think a week before Odyssey, yeah. um, she helped Tubit mm. um, at BWR and everybody hated her for that. And then she actually did the managing side of things um, at Odyssey and hey, she's a heat magnet. They yes. hate her. They, they hate <laughs> her. And she's that piece of the puzzle. And they complement each other so well. Um, and they, they're just so entertaining. So entertaining. And whenever they're, whenever they're out in the ring, I just have so much fun commentating on their matches. And Tube, yeah, Tube, it's just been absolutely incredible since the return. And the series of matches he's had so far has been brilliant. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I've got this main event. Too pro- it's going to be a proper heavyweight match. Yeah. Challenger Nathan Cruz versus champion Ryan Hunter. Proper old school heavyweight yeah. 
championship match. I think it's going to be amazing. Um, Nathan Cruz is... been a few years since I've seen Nathan live. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I'm not really looking forward to it. Nah, Nathan Cruz is one of the very best in the UK. I'm probably biased, to be honest, but he, when he was doing his runs with Progress, what I've seen in NGW, mm-hmm. he's one of the best heels in the world. When yes. when you let him go and you don't restrict him, he he was the... He was a John, he was a Ryan Hunter of NGW. I won't yeah. Everybody says Ryan Hunter's the John Cena of Markham and it's fucking true. <laughs> <laughs> with Nathan, he was similar in NGW and he's so over. And then I've seen him make what? It was about 1100 fans in Hull City Hall turn on him and despise him. Yeah. From such jubilation to make the, everybody hate them. In what would be like a similar crowd setting to Morecambe. Um, and I think that just shows his ability and he, he does wrestling like the right way. I, I love the storytelling behind it all and mm-hmm. the transformation. And it's gonna, it's gonna be a big thing. Nathan was one of the first people I became friends with in British wrestling. Um, I've traveled all over the country with Nathan, whether it's, is wrestling, um, at, we're going to need a bigger room for progress. Yes. Um, <laughs> and the entire place froze, um, toilet roll over him, Zach Gibson and the rest of his team. Um, <laughs> or if it's going to WAW and doing a, like a TV weekend and stuff like that. So, or if it was just part of the crew of NGW. So it's, it's going to be good. The fact that, Somebody that welcomed me into NGW encouraged me to get involved and mm. always vouched for me um, with NGW. I get to commentate on a main event match of his for the Odyssey Pro Wrestling Championship, and it's 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 great to see. I'm I'm really looking forward to it, and the match is going to be absolutely fantastic, and he's going to drag the best out of Ryan. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, so it's going to be nice to finally meet Nathan in the person because I interviewed him. Two or three years ago, it was really nice. Yeah, the last uh, last time I saw him live was probably oh God, 2014, maybe. Was it the last time I saw him live? All Star. So it's, yeah. it's been it's been a while. So it's, like, it's it's been a while, and it's somebody that doesn't get the credit he deserves. He's the first ever Progress Wrestling Champion. Um, mm. I think he was like the first two-time NGW Champion, the first two-time Progress Tag Still Team so Champion. Still young as well. I think he was only he's only 31. Yeah, he's 31. Um, so he's got plenty left in him. Um, he's been out for so long and he, he deserves, he deserves it. He deserves the fact that he's getting more bookings in places like TNT now and he's just won a title with WAW. He's, he's coming to Odyssey Pro Wrestling and, um, he, he's, he's traveling further afield now with other companies and mm. it's great to see somebody that had, I guess his passion for the business ripped out of him for certain things that we want, like, get into and, Mm-hmm. Ways contemplating whether or not he's gonna continue wrestling and stuff, and like we've spoken about it a couple of times on the show. But the fact that he's back and he's hungry and he's enjoying it, and this he looks new amazing ca- as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say, looks fantastic. The new character that he's doing, where he's gone from being the prima donna to the show stealer to mm-hmm. the professional, <clears throat> and now yeah. it's just Nathan Cruz. It's Nathan Cruz, a pro wrestler with nothing to lose. That's angry and somewhat unhinged and I'd, like no matter what you think of Nathan or what you've seen of Nathan's matches this is a different Nathan completely and I'm looking forward to 
even as a fan of wrestling, to see what that's going to look like against Ryan Hunter in Odyssey. Definitely. Can't wait. Uh, yeah. Oh, then we've got the Overboard Rumble match. Do you want to do just a... Yeah, I can do a rundown. So we've got Anderson Daniels, Big Guns Joe, the henchiest guy in British, well, in professional wrestling. We've got RPD. We've got two bit. We've got Rogan, so double duty there. Um, yep. So they better make light work of um, Cutter and Neon. Speaking of which, Neon's in the Rumble as well. Um, yeah. Reese is going to be in the Rumble. We've got Troy Ryan, your boy Lance Rivera. Yes. Andre Decker, JJ Webb, Mark Meltzer, Rick Marcus, Sexy Kev, Scotty Raw, Rob Drake, Sam Bailey, Will Carter, Nick Cutter, and Nightmare. And I've got to say, the freak show has been Beautiful. fantastic. Beautiful. Isaiah Quinn is amazing. Yeah. Um, I love it. I love, yeah, I love Isaiah. What he does ringside and just his whole personality and his character, like, he's amazing to watch in Odyssey Pro Wrestling and the storyline that has been going on with him and his freak show, Will Carter and Nightmare. And now Mark Meltzer, um, from what we saw at the last show, like, this is if he's got his biggest dog in the fight now with Mark yeah. by his side. Um, so re- really excited, really excited to see this rumble because there's so many moments that you could see with that where you've got Big Guns Joe and you've got JJ Webb where they've had a little bit of conflict with their mm-hmm. Guest trio's partner Sandy Beach obviously he's injured so he can't be in the Rumble but what's going to happen with that you've got Mark Meltzer and the rest of the Freak Show but Sexy Kev's in there who Mark turned on mm-hmm. got Rogan and Reese where they're going to destroy Neon and Cutter earlier in the night and then they've got that as well Andre Decker he'd been attacking RPD throughout yeah. um, the entirety of Odyssey Pro Wrestling Knocked the champagne bottle over the head of Rick Marcus at the last show. So that's going to be interesting. Um, you've got the likes of Synergy. Again, it's just been announced Synergy versus Riesenberg at the next show. So if they had a showdown in the ring to set that up, that'd be awesome. Oh. Exactly that. Exactly that. Um, yeah. And you've just got so much. Like Rob Drake, he's going to be at Shipwrecked. Looked fantastic in the last Blackpool show, Pia Fear. Yeah. Sam Bailey, Sam Bailey. There's nothing yes. I can say about him that nobody else knows. He's fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. JJ Webb won the um, TNT Rumble. So oh, did he? Went. Yeah. Amazing. Um, one thing that I want to see, and I want to see more of, is Lance Rivera versus Scotty Rock. Yes. In the triple threat with RPD, like them two just, it screamed, we need to see that match. Um, I think them two are going to be... I guess the slow burners, I think you could put them in any company and they'll do well. And I think it's only time until them two are just absolutely killing it and finally picking up the W in Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm not, I, don't know, I, might, I might go two bits of win, maybe? I'm not sure. Oh. Like, in like all like clarity, I don't know who's winning yet. No. So, um, I'd love two bits to win, but then... Is it too early for two bit to potentially go out Ryan or Nathan? Yeah. Um, after coming out on that loss, obviously he'd be listening to this and he'll be like, "No, it's not too early. Give me, <laughs> give me the match now." Um, it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. Um, how it's going to go? Um, because so, so my, be heart, contra- my heart says Lance Rivera is gonna win. Plus, I know Sam's gonna strap him and he's gonna get thrown out. So, oh, <laughs> can you imagine Sam's reaction if Lance did win? Mm. <laughs> like. 
I, I don't think he'd be able to cope. No. <laughs> but whoever wins, there's so many potential good matchups, whether it's Nathan Cruz, whether it's Ryan Hunter, that's going to walk out above a board still, Odyssey champion. There's so good, so many good matches, and with the storylines, anything could happen. And excited to be called in my first Rumble. Like, I will, everybody loves the Rumble. Nine times out of ten, if you're no longer watching WWE, still watch the Rumble. Why <laughs> Rumble? Like, I've not watched it properly in over a year. Um, well, probably since the last Rumble, to be honest. So, um, no, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Pay per views. I don't, I don't watch it week to week anymore. But the pay per views, the the, the, um, the video packages are so good these days. You don't have to watch it week to week because the video packages <laughs> tell you what's happened. <laughs> so, you're pretty much caught up. <laughs> Have they actually got better yeah. for the views? Oh. No, no, look. <laughs> Some bits. All right, but I said... Uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, no, they're no takeover or an AEW pay-per-view, but they've been watchable recently. So. Day one was all right. Oh. It was a bit long, but I enjoyed it for the most part. Yes, day one was... <laughs> I actually watched day one, actually. Um, I couldn't sleep. Got to about, I think, like five past one, and I thought... I'm going to go down, I'll put Football Manager on, and I'll put Day One in the background. And yeah. I actually enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, do some strong matches. Um, I do drunk. And I was like, yeah, I think I might keep in touch with it. Yeah. It was, it was a strong start to the show, I thought. And yeah, it kept, it kept me engaged. But yeah, four hours is just sort of too long for a pay-per-view, I think. If you've got a three-hour yeah. weekly show, they're going to have to do something long. They can't have like a three-hour weekly show and a two-hour pay-per-view. <laughs> so, so, so. They, need to get, a, they need to get rid of that third hour of Raw. Yeah. yeah. I'm quite happy, Joe. An hour of wrestling a week, that's fine. <laughs> <So, laughs> need to get t- 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 Probably t- won't happen. Yeah. NXT back to an hour. Mm. Yeah. I've not watched um, NXT since it's went to 2.0. It just doesn't intrigue me anymore. So. Um, okay, so back to Odyssey. So, <laughs> um, VIP tickets are sold out, but however, there are some standard tickets still available. Um, I'll put a link in the description. Honestly, everybody, go follow, um, whether it's Pro 2, whether it's um, Copenhagen Championship Wrestling, but definitely go follow um, Odyssey Pro Wrestling. Like, we've got um, May to last, they're going to be debuting on 19th of February in yes. Blackpool at the Leighton Institute. Yeah, so he's against... my, uh, my, my Isaac's favourite. Is he? Yeah. Um, he's, got, uh, he's, no. made, he's, made, he's made his own little t-shirts. He wrote, he wrote, he wrote one Amazing. out for the last show. Yeah, and he got a picture of um, Leon Gray. And so I, I sent away I, I, for... Yeah, I, I put the, the logo on a white t-shirt for him. And he's, yeah, he's going to wear it next time <laughs> he gets TNT. Yeah, he lo- absolutely loves him. Oh, obsessed. Ah, oh, good. Um, it's going to be my first time seeing them live, to be honest. Oh, and looking forward to it. Mm. They're, pro- yeah, they're proper, like, against... yeah. Ryan's the, like the technical power of the team, and then Leon's the flippy. Yeah, they complement each other so so much. So good. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting match against the Freak Show. Um, yeah. And then also on that show you mentioned earlier. We have Synergy versus Reese and Rogan, which is probably one of the most anticipated tag matches in British wrestling. Um, it's going to be absolutely fantastic. What a go. It's my dad's 70th birthday that day. 
bring your dad to Blackpool yeah. for his yeah. 70th birthday <laughs> and I'll buy him a pan. Yeah. <laughs> Do that. Yeah. Do you want to go watch wrestling, Dad? No, I hate wrestling. Oh, I know. <laughs> There's a free pan in it if you go. Yeah, <laughs> it takes us to Blackpool. <laughs> But, and then yeah it'll be interesting because there's two bit and Rob Drake going at it as well oh, that should be fun as well that's that's going to be yeah talk about different styles like Rob's big powerful fast and then you've got two bit where he's very technical very fast and mm. really excited really excited about that one um, that could genuinely go either way um, again Rob Drake being from Blackpool <laughs> the crowd are going to be behind him they're going to hate two bit they're going to hate Jennifer um and really excited, and that's what Odyssey is about. They're just putting some fantastic cards together. So, I'm guessing it might be the will, will, will the main event be the Rumble winner versus the champion? Was that a later? That'll be the next Morecambe show. Do, do you know who? I think that's over my pay grade, to be honest. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't know if that's going to be at the show, but again, follow social medias because there's going to be so much fallout from this show. That's going to impact Shipwrecked um, again, February 19th in Blackpool. Make sure you sign up to Powered 4 TV to watch all the shows so far, including Overboard, inc- where you're going to get to see the Rumble, Lan Roster and Tonga, Ryan Hunter, Nathan Cruz, Alexis Falcon, Jir Adams, and first then you've got Lucas Neon, Nick Cutter against Reese and Rogan. Yeah, first time ever. <laughs> the fact it's first time ever for them to. I can't believe it. That's what I was thinking. I mean, they've been in lots of multi-person matches together, the t- yeah. tag matches, but they've never done one-on-one. Nah, I'm really excited for that. Mm. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, do you want to promote your your personal social media before we go? Or? Yeah, so um, I'm not as active in around like the podcasting now. Again, my time's just a lot more limited with work and family life, but I tweet a lot. Um, sometimes I go through stages. But you can find me at K Johansson Show on Twitter. You can find my personal Twitter, which I'm also sometimes active on, um, at K Johansson underscore the K Johansson Show on Instagram, on Facebook, and nine times out of ten, if you're a cool person, if you're a wrestling fan, you can just search K Johansson on Facebook, and I'll probably add you. Um, just <laughs> don't be an idiot. Um, but no, uh, Chris, thank you for having me on the show. Like, I'll say fun again. An hour has flown by, um, and if we started doing this cart, like putting a cart together, <laughs> we'd probably be here for another couple of hours. Um, yes. <laughs> so I look forward to being able to do it again with you. Yeah, I'll, I'll really look forward to it. I'd love to have you on again in the future. It was a lot of fun. So, and I'll see you on Saturday. So. Yeah, see you on Saturday, mate.